Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists and musicians in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Cody with a K, here with Michael Carpenter. Today's episode features a heavy metal band named Origin of Disease. These guys are fresh on the scene out of Wilson, North Carolina. Today, they're going to crush your cochleas with their song, Patrick the Chainsaw Chucker.
my my cochleas have been crushed. That is amazing, guys. We have uh, Mike, and who else do we have here today? It's uh, Kenny. Mike and Kenny. Now, uh, what do you guys both do in the band? Uh, I play bass, and I'm the one of the guitarists. Man, those were some tasty licks. I like the bass in that breakdown where it's just massive double bass, and then just the bass guitar just do 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 do. That was great. Thanks for coming on with us, fellas. I'm really excited because you know, most people that listen probably already know we're both metalheads, and you're oh, yeah. the first metal band we've had on, so yeah. we're pretty stoked about this. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Now, first things first, uh, you have a very unique name for the band. You know, well, unique name for a band in, in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell us, like, the inspiration behind the name Origin of Disease? Yeah, that, that name came up um, before Mikey started playing with us, but... uh. It was me and the other guitarist and the drummer, and we were just coming up, trying to come up with good names. It was we came up with some ones, but they were like all bands names. And our drummer Linwood came over there to practice one time, and he had one of the names, and we all kind of dug it. The three of us came from another band, and pretty much we didn't like the name of the band. We were and we were doing some shows and stuff, and some promoters didn't like the name of the band. I didn't like the name of the band, so I was like, yeah, we need to change it. What was the name of the band? That one was like autonomous. It wasn't very, uh, I mean, it was a good name, but like I I started playing with those guys and then that band kind of dissipated. Yeah. And me and the two other guys, we started working on stuff of our own. And I was like, well, you know, we really need to change the name. And uh, yeah, our drummer actually came up with a name. Yeah, I mean, he had some good ones, but, you know, we would go go back and look and it was like, man, that, that's already another band's name. <laughs> Like Origin of Disease was the only one that there wasn't really another band name. So. Well, it's a good name, and it's it's, it's def- creative. It is creative. It's definitely and topical. A, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, just curious. I mean, how, how long have you guys been musicians? Just in general, I know you said you played with a previous band, so I wanted to di- dive a little bit more into that. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been playing since I was uh, 21. I'm 37 now, so like. Four years. Very long time. I've played about. <laughs> I've been about like five bands. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's so, awesome. What about you, Mike? I'd say about 10, 11 years, somewhere in there. So good, good long yeah. while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Has it always been metal for you guys? Kind of, because actually, me and Michael are in another band called Dread Manor. But right now, I'm in, I'm in three bands, and he's in two. Nice. So the, the other band, Dread Manor, that Michael's in. We're kind of like a little like gothy. Like we got a female vocalist, like I don't know, like kind of like toolish, a little bit like perfect circle stuff. So it's a little different than than Origin and Death Metal. Yeah, and I've yeah. always gravitated towards metal anyway. Like, you know, we did covers and stuff like starting out, and I just, just kind of got stuck with metal, man. You know, it's it's top one of the top genres for me. You know, super into metal. What oh, definitely. Yeah, what? I've been in metal since I was like a kid. So. Who were you listening to when you were younger that got you into metal, wanting to learn how to play metal? Who were the influences that, who were the bands you were looking up to back then? Yeah. Oh, it was Slayer. Oh, yeah. Slayer! Yeah, yeah. I found a Headbangers Ball one night when I was like 10 or 11 years old, and I just, I was glued, man. I was yeah. stuck to that TV, and I was like, every Saturday night, that was my thing. Ricky Ratman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just been a, been a whole that whole thing can't remember a lot of the bands that were up there man it's kind of funny because uh you know going back and look or remembering i was like yeah man that band was awesome you know and i'll remember them forever and 
you know, can't remember who they are anymore. <laughs> just remember like black and white videos and long hair and sweaty guys, you know. What are what are some of the metal bands that you guys are currently listening to? Just that you'll throw on and jam to in the car, you know, while you're, you know, blazing down the blazing down the street. Yeah, uh, aborted, Arcspire, uh, Behemoth. Of course, you know you got all the old classics, you know Slayer and Metallica and. Oh yeah. Which I I, I kind of dig like a lot of you know little subgenres anyway. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, because we were <laughs> honestly, man, we wanted to talk to you guys about subgenres of of metal and like, uh, what are some of your favorites? Like with, you know, I imagine maybe speed metal or melodic metal would be up there for for you guys. Definitely melodic. You know, of course, death metal, thrash. I like I like stuff too, like more like Tool and stuff like that. Kind of, you know, kind of spacey. Yeah. Kind of clear your mind with it, you know. Yeah. A little bit of doom. You know, I got to be in the mood for it. Yeah. Like Children of Bodom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to listen to them a lot, too. Yeah. I can check them guys out in a while. What about you, Kenny? Pretty much like Black Dahlia Murder. I listen to a whole lot of that. Especially oh, yeah. Old stuff. Good, dude, like, good band. The Black's like one of, the, one of my favorite like, all-time albums. I Heavy. I listen to that in my car all the time. And Man. Them and Behemoth. Their, their stuff's just awesome. Imagine there's some gnarly circle pits. On, on their shows. They were spitting blood at people and shit like that. It was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, they were, they were crazy good. That's that's the thing about metal, though, that, like, some some listeners, uh, you know, if they're kind of getting into metal and stuff, you know, if you haven't been to a metal show, you get this misconception, right? Like, metal's all brutal, but everybody helps each other out out there in the crowd. Everybody's always awesome. There's a lot of love in the metal community. Yeah, there there really is. Until you get online and start talking about subgenres. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get on those subreddits. I've been to a lot of like shows, like big shows. There'll be like girls that are like five foot tall in the pits, but everybody doesn't like smash into them, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I've, I've seen those same five foot tall girls smash into dudes too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I've gotten knocked down, man, but I don't think I've ever actually hit the floor. You know, it was always somebody like, you know, getting you right back up in there, or pulling you out. You know, exactly. And that's that's probably what you want at a Origin of Disease concert. You know, whenever you guys come to the Rooster to play live, you want your crowd to help each other out. You know, out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes some people do, does get flipped. It was that one show we did. A guy did like a. Spinning heel kick out of nowhere and just oh, it was, it was, it was crazy. This kid out on the jeez, he gave him the old Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Man, he, didn't even, he didn't mean it, he picked the guy up, he didn't know I was behind him, so for sure, caught up in the moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. Though. Well, speaking of live performances, can you guys tell us about your first live performance? Oh, my first. Live performance, I think, was 2003. Place in Greensboro. It's a place called Ace's Basement. And it's a very long time ago. My brother used to sing, and our, our drummer in Origin, Linwood, he was a drummer in, in in that band too. And we actually got the DVD. They like recorded the set, but man, we were like babies. <laughs> very long time ago. I had like a little PV combo amp. Yeah. Pointing cabs. I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> Hey, put your cabs on the stage. I was like, cabs? <laughs> Mike, what about you? Hey, what? 
What's that place up in uh, Goldsboro, that coffee shop? Oh, the Poetic Shangri-La. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the first show I did was with a band that was at that place. And uh, I hadn't been playing bass that long, honestly. It was like uh, probably like a good couple months in. You know, the other guys I've been playing with, they were already like, you know, established uh, with their instruments. And I kind of had to like learn, you know, learn the bass and learn their songs all at the same time. And it kind of came out good, you know? Yeah. Not too bad for a first show, I wouldn't say. Yeah, that was... So, was that the show that I was on? Yeah, I think y'all were out there. Oh, uh, okay. And y'all were with Slaves to Addiction. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, I, didn't, I didn't even know Mikey then. We found this out like when he started playing. It was like years later. Yeah, I was like, hey, you remember that, uh, <laughs> that one band? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I got... Yeah. <laughs> started cracking up. Like, How old were you when you did that, Mike? Uh, I'll say somewhere between 19 and 21, somewhere in there. So would you, was it safe to say you just, you kind of caught the bug that first time, like you got up on stage and played, even though it was challenging, I'd imagine that must've been felt like some awesome stuff at that age. Yeah, man, it was, uh, cause I had actually been wanting to play, you know, which I've always dug bass, you know, that's, you know, anytime I like listen to a song, it was like, I was always like trying to pick out the, the rhythm from it and the bass lines and stuff. Oh, it definitely comes together, man. When, you know, especially with that, uh, Patrick, the, the chainsaw chucker. I really like that. It was a good song. Well, do you want to tell our audience, uh, what the song's about? I mean, you know, it's, it, it's a very specific song. So y'all want to explain what, what Patrick, the chainsaw chucker really is all about? Yeah. We just, we watch, I watch a lot of horror movies. So it's just about like, kind of like American psycho. Yeah. It's the singer, he throws the chainsaw down the stairway. And, like, I always thought that, that scene was hilarious because he's, he's fully nude, but he had time to put on the sneakers. <laughs> put on the sneakers, but nothing else, you know. So Plot hole. We were a lot about, like, kind of goofy stuff. We were just, we were just talking about that scene. And uh, we just thought a good name would be Patrick the Chainsaw Trucker. So. It is a really great name for a song. Yeah, he actually wrote about all the riffs for it. All the thing I did was put down a solo, so. Yeah. He had about all that made up when he came over to, to practice one day. It was awesome shredding, too. Awesome use of the whammy bar as well. Oh, yeah. 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 This guy, right? You bring up Ryan. Do you want to tell our audience who else is in the band? Yeah, it's uh, Gabe is the singer, and then uh, Lynn was the drummer, and then Ryan is the other guitar player. So we're a five-piece. Nice. You guys are all from Wilson? Uh, uh, I am. Yeah, round about, around, the, like, we all grew up around here. We, we kind of spread out. We was, like, living in Bailey, and uh, Ryan's still in Wilson. So, yeah, we're all from Wilson. Nice, nice. I imagine the uh, the old coronavirus is, is impacting, uh, obviously, everybody, but how is it impacting what you guys do? Uh, man, it's, um, we had a bunch of shows get canceled, and we had, like, we were supposed to be doing one. must have been earlier this month, but... They keep on pushing it back, and now it was like to be announced. I guess like to be determined. And yeah, there's we had like I think the last show I did was either February or March. Right. And I think it was like three or four. I want to say three shows we had kind of lined up right after that last one we played. That you know as soon as that stuff hit, man, it was like yeah, you they, know, they, they just canceled. All, them. They all got canceled, and 
Yeah, so one thing we've been doing is working on like new material and stuff like that. Absolutely. I'm I'm excited to see what's next because uh you have the the one song and I'm like, man, I wanna I wanna get more. Give me some more of those tasty riffs. Yeah, it has been frustrating putting like getting ready for this podcast and only having the one song. Yeah, I'm just, like, God, just give me one. some more. Yes. Well, I was just gonna ask if there's any other hidden gems out there that I could maybe dig up. Yeah, we got one song that's on the Facebook page called Cleanse by Fire, but it was with our old vocalist. So we've had we had kind of like a problem where we would write a song, we would try to go and recording, and then vocalist quit, or you know we stuff like that. So I think we've gone recording like three times with this band. Yeah, but then I I start getting stuff rolling, something happens, so then we have to go back and start redoing them because one of the even one of the songs I think Cleanse by Fire had an original singer and then he quit and we were in recordings so the guy who, who stepped up and he played with us about two years he went in and, and, and re-recorded the vocals so yeah and uh, we started working on some more songs with him then he quit so like you know just like one bad blood or nothing he uh working second shift he got a promotion he lived in raleigh gotcha really tough stuff to do try to shows and come out here to practice and stuff so yeah yeah it is it is hard i mean a lot one thing that not a lot of people talk about is being in a band i mean you're basically it's a second family yeah and you have to you have to be dedicated to it in the same way that you are your own family and to stick with it and and move forward with a with a with an artistic project like that. How long has Gabe been with you guys? Uh, not long. It was uh, what? like November. Yeah, last November was when when he came aboard, and I think the first show he did was was in December. Uh, we played at a place called Clayton Beverage. Nice. And so yeah, yeah, he he wasn't with us long. We had a we had, had like a uh, after our old singer lift we had a guy fill in because we had shows lined up right so he wasn't he was just he said i'll do this to help you guys out because i was still trying to book shows and stuff and because i didn't want to stop and i was all right you know we can keep on rolling and then when he he could only do it for a certain amount certain amount of time so then we just had to stop yeah well with to that i'm wondering like do you think it would be tough to play live again after the social distancing and stuff is over I think it's going to be weird, and I think it's going to, like, I don't know, like, you know, whenever it opens up, I don't, you know, so, yeah, this venue's open. I don't know how people are going to react. They still might be kind of afraid to come out. Right. Or, you know, anything. Yeah. You know, just going to the gas station, people act like, you know, everybody's staying away from everybody, so. Yeah. Yeah. How that will really affect it. I hope not. I've, I've talked to a few few people around here to do like um little, little bands like jam bands or something and they said like some people were just eager to come out yeah well oh we're, we're certainly ready to get you know the rooster open up and, and start you know having bands come in play play live music once all this is over of course you know we want to do it the safe way um yeah have y'all you know? considered doing like a live stream performance like in your practice room or anything or sitting up outside somewhere and having like a house well a safe social distance house party and streaming it 
Yeah, well, I don't know about like a party or nothing because we practice at my house and I really don't want people coming tearing my house up. So, mm-hmm. like, we've talked about doing like some live streaming and uh, we just ain't really pulled the plug on, you know, done it. Yeah, we, we've had some ideas and my idea was more, you know, since we can't do shows, let's just try to be more active online. So, we've been trying to do like, you know, YouTube and all that and all that junk, and me and other guitarists came up with some ideas to to, to do some stuff, sending out online, you know, so Mike could watch something besides just Patrick. So yeah. we're we're kind of working on stuff because, you know, I don't know when it's really going to do a show. Really don't. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, with all this going on, you know, but um, but I'm certainly eager to hear more after hearing Patrick. You yeah, know. the song gets us pumped, man. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> it's cool, dude. Absolutely. You guys dig it. Man. I know you guys were talking about the bass part. That was uh, solely on accident, too. Yeah? Yeah, it was. Yeah, when we worked on that part, we had worked on the, the all the way to that part of the song, and we were kind of working on this the chunky this chunky riff, and me and Ryan had quit playing, and Mike and Lynn were just keeping on playing. I was like, dude, that sounds pretty cool. We should do a lot of that in a song. So it was like straight up accident. Yeah. Oh, it worked out great because that's that's uh, that's my favorite part. Michael, what's your favorite part? Is it the bass part? Actually, my favorite part's the breakdown, man. That yeah. and and I'm I'm really impressed with. I mean, I hate that he's not. I'm really impressed with Gabe's vocal in that song because yeah. it, if you don't already know, to sing that song, the dude's got some pipes, man. Like you. Yeah, I, I can't get through the first verse of that song without stopping to take a breath. Yeah, I, it is really hard to sing like that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's still young and don't smoke or anything, so he's got he's got some lungs. Yeah, <laughs> dude, and just screaming takes just screaming itself takes talent to do. Well, screaming on pitch. Yeah, you know, like a lot of people think it's just screaming on the mic, but it's no, not. you have to be on pitch. You have to be on time. You know, it's and then you got to figure out where to take those breaths without it being obvious. It's, I mean, it's that it, I was really impressed with that. Yeah, yeah, it was a great recording. Do it in the car, man. Like riding home from work, trying to scream. It's like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> roll the window down and get some air. <laughs> yeah, definitely looking forward to something after Patrick because, and I love that song honestly. I've listened to it a few times today, like just today. <laughs> yeah, we were listening to it before the episode to get pumped up. Yeah. Um, so, so tell our listeners where they can find your music and, and like where to, where to find you online, uh, while we're all waiting for a vaccine, while we're all waiting to get back out there and see live music again, tell people where to find origin of the disease. Yeah, you can, you can find us on Facebook on origin disease NC and, uh, same thing, origin disease on YouTube and we're on Spotify. Um, and I can't remember the name of TikTok. I think we're even on, I don't know what, what the hell a TikTok is. <laughs> oh, my nine-year-old daughter's on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an old cat, so. Hey, I'm, I'm on TikTok. I have TikTok. There you go. You know, I just, they're, they're funny. You know, you get some funny ones in there. Um, but definitely go to these places and check these guys out because, uh, you know, if you didn't already hear that was an awesome song. I just I can't get over it, man. Yeah, I'm a fan. You guys got a fan. 
Plus, it's homegrown. We love homegrown music. We yeah. love supporting local bands. Exactly. You know, and and we we were just tickled to death to have a a, a metal band on the show. So tell all your uh, friends that are in bands to to holler at us too. Yeah, absolutely. Now we have a question that we ask everybody that comes on here, and we want to ask it uh, if you, uh, Cody, take it away. Define success for Origin of Disease. Um. This, this is just like me personally. Success for me is just kind of doing what I'm doing now, man. I mean, if 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 it goes more, it's fine. But like, I truly love playing music. Yes. I get I get yeah. obsessed over it sometimes. Like like straight up. I'm in three bands right now, <laughs> so like sometimes I'm practicing four or five times a week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like so I just I don't know what it is. It just it feels right. So, you yeah. know, if like, the, you know, the more, you know, success, that's cool for me. But um, as long as I'm doing what I'm doing, I just, I, I just really love playing. Exactly. And that's, that's about the answer we get from all of the artists that we have on us. Yeah. It's just straight up what you said. You just it, love it, playing music. It's going to break my heart one day when we ask somebody that question and they're like, like money money or fame or they want i want to be famous as soon as somebody says that it's going to break my heart yeah yeah, yeah i'm not I, I don't i don't think i'm a rock star or nothing and you know i don't i don't think i would be famous at all so we're ugly <laughs> dudes anyways so <laughs> but i mean that's it's the principle man if it's all about money or whatever for it's not your heart has to be in it your heart has to be in it and and not not only that it's well it's therapy i mean it really is yeah honestly that's as a as a person that also plays a little bit of music here and there it is therapeutic you know i'll just sit down with with a guitar and just strum around a little um so I definitely understand where you guys are coming from. Great answers too, because that's that's what you want. So, um, guys, I, I want to thank you guys for coming on. Before we do a sign off, give give our listeners tell our listeners why they should listen to more heavy metal. Yes, exactly. Oh man, that's good for the soul. Yeah, a, bingo. It's the best music around, man. It's diverse. No uh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> It's just what you see is what you get, man. Just show up, rock out, you know, beat people up in a circle and then help them out. It's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. Knock them down, buy them a beer. You know? Exactly. One of the best quotes I ever saw or read about metal music, there's a there's a group out of Indonesia, and they started out as teenage, three teenage girls, Muslim girls in Indonesia that heard – metal music from one of their teachers and they started playing they're called a uh, voice of bass brat i think is the name of the band and they started covering metal songs and they started making their own metal songs and an interviewer asked them one time say you know why did y'all choose to play metal and the lead singer girl she said metal music matches the energy inside my soul and when she uh. when i read that i almost cried i was like that's exactly how i feel <laughs> yeah that's that's, that's yeah, a good man. definition for it Kind of, kind of got balled up in my throat a little bit just then. Oh yeah, that was a magical tale. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> You're hitting on all cylinders today, Michael. That's I'm, great. I'm pumped, man. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, usually I'm running a little ragged, man. 
I finally got a day off, you know. <laughs> Been able to chill today. We are all out of time for today. So, guys, thanks again for joining us. Hopefully, I'm looking forward again to hearing some more um, Origin of Disease. Yeah, keep putting out that music, and when we get back going next year, we'll bring you back on again. We'll help you promote whatever you need. Absolutely. Awesome, man. Hell yeah. Appreciate it, dude. And we'll definitely uh, you know, try to hit some of the fellas up, man, uh, see if y'all can get some more metal metal guys up there, you know? Yes. That is ideal. That's what we want right there. <laughs> that is what we want. Also, and, and when all this stuff is over, Rooster gets open, you guys are going to you know, have to come show the show the crowd who you guys are. Oh, yeah. Most definitely, man. Anytime you guys want us, we love to be there. Absolutely, man. Well, guys... Thanks again for coming on. We're we're gonna we're gonna sign off um, and go listen to the chains, chainsaw chucker again. <laughs> I kind of want to rock that one more time. Let's do it. All right, man. Yes.